Welcome to Negotiating Happiness, the show that helps you find happiness, success, and balance in your work and life. I'm Adriana Fiestro, your host for this journey into entrepreneurship and personal growth. We're broadcasting live on 107.7 and 105.3 FM in New Orleans as part of the United Public Radio Network. We explore the latest strategies, insights, and stories from successful entrepreneurs and experts. From managing stress to building a thriving business, we've got you covered. Good afternoon, everyone. Hello, Megan. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. No, no worries. So um, welcome to Negotiating Happiness. This is it. This is my little bubble. We are broadcasting live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network on 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. And um, if you guys want to check out some of the other shows on the network, they are also on Roku. We also broadcast pretty much everywhere. Facebook, Twitch, iHeartRadio, Apple, everywhere, everywhere. Google Podcasts. So if you guys can't catch us uh, just now, you can catch us on the replay because you will want to hear Megan talk about main character energy. I love mm -hmm. that. <laughs> so uh, Megan, I'm just uh, going to introduce you really quickly um, so that everybody realizes how badass you are. Are. Um, so uh, we're <laughs> we are going to be discussing, you know, the balance of business, boundaries, confidence, parenting, energy healing, and your book, Main Character Energy. And who is Megan? Megan is a confidence coach, a boundaries expert, and Reiki energy healer here to help you own your weird and unleash your main character energy. She's the founder of the Creating Confidence Society and mastermind behind the Badass Boundaries Blueprint on a mission to help women um, discover the magic of who you truly are so you can ditch your inner critic and get out your own way and unapologetically achieve your wildest dreams. Um, as a clinical hypnotherapist, NLP practitioner, and certified badass, Megan takes a heart-centered approach to helping her clients heal and release what's holding them back, overcome imposter syndrome, and let go of people-pleasing so they can embody their most confident self, the one who goes after everything they ever wanted. She's the witchy, spiritual, Frankie to your grace, no BS, self-love cheerleader you've been looking for. I cannot wait for this. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited to be so here. How's it going? Thank you. It is it's going well. I have a fresh cup of coffee in my mug Amazing. and I'm just so excited to chat with you today. Yeah, I always say, guys, grab your lunch, grab your coffee because in New Orleans right now is noon. Um, here in Ontario is one o'clock. What time is it over there? It is noon here as well. I'm in the Kansas City area, so I suppose we are in the same time zone. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so um, let's dive in. Who is Megan? <laughs> how how do you want to come across today? Which oh. which which part of your multifaceted personality do we want to dive into? <laughs> which Megan do we want today? Um, yeah. Let's see. Well, let's. I'm just gonna kind of dive into the whole thing, right? Yeah. So I am a confidence coach, Reiki healer, speaker, author weirdo lover of all things witchy woo and spiritual and um, i'm all about that i'm that's all about like that. me on the business side right on the personal side i'm a leo um i'm obsessed with black cats i have a daughter who's 14 months and i can be cheered up with a pink drink and sushi so i'm Ooh. a little bit crunchy but i still go to starbucks so yeah. that's <laughs> i love that <laughs> a little bit crunchy but starbucks lover yeah i love it <laughs> that's awesome so how did you get into coaching like how and healing because that's that's very specific i love the niche that you're in yeah thank you um well it kind of started and i feel like this is generally relatable to anybody who kind of started their own business is they fell into it after a series of things that does not align for them. Right. Yeah. So I graduated, I'll take, I'll take you all the way back. I graduated yes. from college with a graphic design and business degree 
and went to work for an architecture firm, hated it, moved on and went to work for a big greeting card company, loved it, but life situations led me and my husband for his job as a chiropractor to Nashville, Tennessee. And while I was there, um, was working freelance contract for a company that really I absolutely just loathed, right? Oh, um, we all had was, those. <laughs> It was, uh, I mean, it was a very well-known company that I did not fit in because I had a lot of beliefs that didn't align, right? Um, I am super open to whatever your religion is. I don't care as long as you're a good person and that they were a very religious company. On, on my first day, they asked me if I had found a church yet. And oh. it, I was like, oh, I, I mean, I lied. I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. Cool. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. From there, I was like, I feel like I'm meant to do something more, right? And I'm meant to do something outside of the constraints of what other people want me to do. And I was on a Zoom call with my younger sister, like during all this time period, who had just been laid off and she was job hunting and we were updating her resume and I was helping her practice uh, interview questions. And I don't remember what I asked her, but I remember the way that she looked at me. And she stopped talking and she started crying and she said, I don't know who I am. And, you know, big, big sister, right? I was like heartbroken, but I realized I could help her and I could help yeah. so many other people uncover who they were as well, because she was settling into jobs that she felt like she had to do because she didn't mm -hmm. believe she could do what she wanted to do. And she didn't really know what she wanted so it, it kind of spiraled from there. I went to a Brennan Burchard leadership summit and I built this. I was like, I'm going to help people learn how to letter because I was a lettering artist at the card company. And I built this whole online course and it went well. It went really well for first launch. And I realized I loved helping people, but I actually didn't. Do we cuss? Are we allowed to cuss? <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the big ones don't do the big ones <laughs> okay. okay yeah uh, I realized I didn't care about the lettering as much as I cared about helping people have a creative outlet and be comfortable with who they were and it just kind of went from there and I started setting goals I was like okay I'm gonna start a group coaching program to help people find their creative voice and it went from yeah. there and I started pursuing certification so that I could um, you know, gain confidence in myself as a coach. And mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. here we are, the, the energy piece kind of all just fell into place over time. Part of my certification was Reiki. And after I kind of dove into that and realized I had like a natural like talent for that, it, um, mm -hmm. I pursued deeper certification and attunement for Reiki level two. So it's, it's kind of all just been like a divine timing. This feels like how it was supposed to happen kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So tell, so for the people that don't really know or like a refresher, tell us a little bit about what Reiki is and what you actually do with that. Totally. Well, you're going to love this. Um, I knew you were going to ask what Reiki was. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, chat GPT, explain Reiki in one oh. sentence. I love it you because use people hate it and I love it. People, people, people have definitely feelings about it. And I'm, I'm kind of neutral. I feel like I'm neutral about a lot of things in the world because worrying about something does not help anything. Right. Um, so I, first I said, Hey, Hey, explain the basics of Reiki. And it gave me like 14 paragraphs. And I was like, well, this yeah. is not helpful. Explain it in three sentences. And it mm -hmm. like, I was like, okay, explain it in one. And here, here's what ChatGPT says about Reiki. And then I will confirm or deny. I love this. <laughs> it says that Reiki is a form of energy healing where a practitioner channels universal life force energy to promote healing, balance, and relaxation in the patient. And that is all 100% true, right? If I would have not asked ChatGPT, I would have said something like, it's a form of energy healing where me as the attuned practitioner channels life force energy through my hands mm -hmm. or through, um, since I am Reiki level two attuned, I can heal distance. A lot of my clients are virtual, right? I don't even 
touch them ever. Um, it's kind of like remote viewing where I sink in and connect to their chakras. And gosh, I could, I could, I believe, try to explain the magic of Reiki for many hours. But my biggest thing is it's one of those things where you almost have to experience it to understand it, right? For sure. For sure. That's the whole... I feel like that's the whole point with a lot of these different practices is um, they're so magical because you can't really explain them in physical terms, right? Right. That's why you have to feel them. I I totally agree. And I'm, I have a very curious personality. So I'm always like poking people, but no, but tell me, but no, but you describe it to me. And, but I understand that it would just be best to just experience it for sure. Yeah, it's kind of like if somebody were to describe what a massage therapist did, she would tell you, I rub people's bodies. And that does not describe the magic of what actually happens when you get a massage, right? The way that you feel and the relaxation and the healing. There's so much more to Reiki, just like there's so much more to somebody rubbing your body through a massage. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) no, for sure. (laughs) So so you help people. You have very... Um, many different ways that you help people and that also um, helps your heart because obviously this is something that you want to do and I resonated so much when you said that we've all we all kind of went through the whole stumbling into something and then figuring out that's not what we want totally I think that's something that um, a lot of people uh, struggle with especially in business because there's mm-hmm. the pressure of like I have to pay my bills but I also want my heart to be happy right and that's the whole point of why I started this show because I wanted like the nitty-gritty of you're making it work tell other people how you're making it work and maybe they'll be inspired to make it work for themselves right so totally. thank you so much for you're you've already imparted so much on <laughs> on your <laughs> listeners um so what 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 are some of the misconceptions, I guess, about Reiki that you frequently come across? Or how do you handle the, like, the negative Nancys? Totally. Well, um, I fortunately don't deal a lot with negative Nancys because I um, have really good boundaries in terms of energy. Like, people don't come at me with shitty things to say. Sorry about the cussing. No, that's fine. That's fine. That one's not a big one. That one's okay. <laughs> yeah. I and we can dive into quantum boundaries as well. Um, But when it comes to, I would say, misconceptions around Reiki, a lot of people think that Reiki is witchcraft, right? Right, right. And for me, I'm like, okay, like, so um, if if that's what you think, cool. But also, how would I, I always respond? How would you describe Reiki being any different than prayer? Right? It's channeled energy. And like, that's always my response is there's so many different ways you could look at this. And if you want it to be witchcraft, that's great. Awesome. It's magic. I love that. If you want it to be something less scary, um, you get to decide your opinion on anything, essentially Reiki aside. Um, But yeah, obviously that's the biggest misconception is Reiki is kind of like a dark magic type thing where it is healing and they're actually coming out with studies about the benefits, like the medical benefits of Reiki. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like how, you know, they used to think that meditation was all like hooey and it turns out meditation has incredible benefits on the brain. And we've talked about this. We've talked about um, how you can handle stress in your business, right? We talked about meditation. Mm -hmm. We talked about journaling. We talked about changing the way that we think about things and that all can be also be, um, described as something that happens within. So I totally agree. I think people are just very fixated on like the, like Judeo-Christian kind of, you know, society so anything outside of that must be weird or it just comes from fear right so I just wanted to know like how you handle it and that's such a great way to to just put it out there to to be like no like it just depends on how you look at it it's like so it's educational right for for the Nancy's but that's awesome so tell us about um I want to know about the Creating Confidence Society. I want to know about your mastermind. I want to know about your book. Like, tell me how you make this all work. Okay, so behind the scenes, sneak peek behind the curtain of my business. Yes. All the things. Okay, well, I will start. (laughs) Where to start? I will start with 
So I actually, I'm celebrating right now the fact that I just won the registered trademark for my framework for my coaching, the Creating Congrats. Confidence. Thank you. Congrats. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. Creating Confidence is like, I don't, if you can't see what I'm doing, I'm making, I'm making a triangle with my hands, but Creating yes. Confidence <laughs> is this entire here, right? And underneath of this is the idea that I have the Creating Confidence like course and let me let me rewind even farther what is creating confidence right <laughs> so creating confidence is this beautiful three part cycle where it starts with self discovery right that self awareness if you want to create confidence in yourself you've got to get to know yourself so that's kind of the first phase of this cycle and then the next phase is self mastery so we have self discovery and then self mastery. And what that looks like is habits, you know, mastering your time and energy, figuring out hacks and ways that you can become like the best version of yourself, your favorite version of yourself, like mastering yeah. who you are. So we've got discovery, mastery, and then we have self expression here. And that's where the creative part comes in the creating confidence. It's all a cool play on words, but that self expression piece is the creativity and it's that it's the cycle it's a part of the cycle where we close out the stress cycle you're reading burnout right now right oh it was it's amazing i i don't know if i mentioned it on my last episode but burnout is a, a great book i finished it i finished it and it was amazing the first so two good. chapters are all about like how to close the stress cycle so i was like how did i never learn about this why did i have to learn about like equations that I'm never going to use in life but not how to like deal with my own stress every day I'm so glad you you recommended it I have to like I'm mean, let me interject so I I am in your creating confidence society and I have to say that when I first got on it was more like I viewed it more like it's some coaching with like lots of networking opportunities and it literally turned out that it, it's like my therapy I don't know how to like explain that. So every time I have a coaching call, I'm like, no, it's like my therapy, right? Because we do so many different things and it's not always geared towards business, but I feel like a lot of the, the members like have similar issues. So it's really helpful to like talk through it. So you can, and it's also very affordable for, for anybody that wants to do this. I just wanted to put that out there because it's very helpful and it's not only, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people have had bad experiences with coaching because everybody's like coaching these days and like no shade to anybody. I've met wonderful coaches. You are one of them. Right. Um, but I have to say it's it's way more than just networking and coaching. It's like my therapy. I just wanted to put that in there. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Let me pull that audio as a testimonial for the society. Yes, I will work towards you okay, if you want, because I, I literally tell people, I'm like, no, I have like my coaching slash therapy call this week. Yes. And that's yeah, so it's group that's, therapy. That's definitely a part of that self-expression, yeah. right? That closing of the stress cycle. And I created the creating confidence cycle like before I even knew anything about the burnout book. So it was so cool how it resonated. I didn't really know the power of the creative piece until like the more I learned about anything personal development, the more I was like, oh my, like I've created something that actually like stands. Like, you know, I, I made it before I had, I, it just like, it was a beautiful intuitive download. I had no idea what I was doing four years ago when I created it, right? But now I have the trademark <laughs> and there's so it's backed by science, which is so freaking cool. So we have yeah. creating confidence. And underneath that, we have the society, which is the membership that you are a part of, which is so true yeah. that it, it really is kind of like one part therapy, one part coaching. There's journaling, there's meditating, there's learning. Community. Community. Community right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We have it's it here that. on the banner. Um, it's heymeganreed.com forward slash society if anybody wants to check it out. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. I'm I'm so excited about the society. And as we continue to grow it, it's so cool because everybody's gaining more friends, right? That's it is networking at the same time. It's these really deep friendships that you for whatever reason are unable to create in real life, right? Because it's hard to show up with that kind of vulnerability in real life. Yeah. But 
in the Creating Confidence Society, everybody's there for the same purpose and it's to create confidence and show up in your full fullest expression, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I love that. I love how everything is like connected and obviously you can dive in more with Megan if you're um, interested in, if you have different goals or if you've got, you know, different facets of your business, your life, whatever to, to go over. Um, yeah. Also, um, tell us all about main character energy because it's such a positive, it's such a positive title. And when you, when I found out what the title was, I was like, oh, this is perfect. So tell us what, what inspired this book when it's out? Tell me everything. All right. So rewind to last August. Um, I was sitting in a nursery glider feeding my daughter and I, it just like, it was one of those thoughts, you know, when you have a thought and you're like, where did that thought come from? It was like, I need to write a book. And the title, it was just like, I'm going to write a book called Main Character Energy. It was the divine. <laughs> it was the divine, right? It was this intuitive download. And I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, like, I love that title. And then the second I thought it, I immediately started to panic because I was like, what if that title is already taken? What if somebody writes a book and like publishes it before me? And I immediately was like, I need to trademark main character energy right now. And so I, I contacted my lawyer. So I was like, I got to trademark a book that I haven't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> and and they were like we actually don't recommend trademarking books unless it's going to be a series and I was like okay so I have right. to get going um right <laughs> it was like I had this in, insane fear that this idea was so good that somebody else was going to put it out before I could right mm -hmm. um, so main character energy is the idea that we are all the main characters in our own story right in our own movie in our own book in our own comic what like whatever your um channel of life whether you view yourself like a reality show like you're the main character and this book is 32 lessons on how to lead a life with authenticity and confidence and gosh, some of the lessons are really good. It's essentially, this entire book is witty humor, sarcastic anecdotes, emotional stories, inspirational, like it's inspiration, motivation, and education. And when you're finished reading the book, you will feel empowered to step into your main character energy rather than being, you know, an NPC or just mm -hmm. a secondary character supporting role. While you're supporting roles for other people, you yourself are the main character. Yeah, and it's so important because I feel like all of us go through a period in life where we don't know what we're doing or we feel like we're not important or we feel like all we do is support other people. So that's so cool that, you know, you're saying here's here's a bunch of lessons that you can go back and forth on whenever you, you know, you're feeling like that to remind yourself, like, find your purpose, you know, stick to it, your dreams, your goals, they're important. And I honestly, it, it here's me uh, criticizing our society again. I'm sure people get sick of to hearing it, but the whole like capitalistic view of like, I got to work to pay bills is so crushing. And I feel like that's where a lot of it comes from. It's like, no, I can't focus on my dreams because I have to pay bills. Mm. It's like, cool. So then what am I doing? I'm just working to, uh, like, living to work instead of working to live, right? Like, totally. I don't know. So that's that's awesome. When is it coming out? Oh, gosh. I am currently in the self-editing phase. It goes to my peer reviewers next week and my editor at the beginning of July with the – fingers crossed launch date um, by August 18th so that it will have been less than a year since I got the download that I got it out into the world. Like that's, that's the goal. That's the dream. That is the timeline we are on. So I'm amazing. Uh, and August 18th is I'm, you know, main character energy. I'm a Leo. That's my birthday. I'm launching my book on my birthday and I'm amazing. so excited. Yeah. That just is meant to be. So if, um, We'll uh, we'll get you on after as well, so you can tell people all about where to find it. But where are you planning on selling it? Uh, I'm self-publishing on Amazon. 
great. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I have actually a client who, um, was just on the show. She does kids books on Amazon. It's pretty cool. Love that. Yeah. That's amazing. So you've got a book, you've got a mastermind, you've got, um, like a coaching community. You've just got it all. You just got it all figured out. So I want to, I want to talk a little bit about, the. Um, what's the crunchy side? I know you like gardening. I know you like, like, tell me about your life because I feel like you're living like a lot of people's dream goals right now. <laughs> tell me about your, how, like, how often do you work? Like what your life is like? And you know, you, you're a parent. We talk about parenting a lot, actually. A lot of people that come on here are parents. So we like to Love hear that. the good and the bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, where to even start? I guess I'll start with saying um, my husband is a chiropractor, which I feel like that like prerequisites me for being crunchy automatically. Um, <laughs> having <laughs> having a Listen, chiropractor husband. I've got an appointment today for chiropractic and massage. So don't even. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love it so much. And um, we have five chickens in our backyard and four six foot round garden beds full of vegetables and compost. And what else? I would say if I was going to dive into all things crunchy, I'm big into essential oils. Um, we cloth diaper our daughter, mm. which, which was like something it's we hard. didn't know we wanted to do actually. And it's oh. turned out to be really, really easy and effortless, which really? has been like, thank goodness. Cause we're doing laundry anyways. Like the whole big, if you're doing so much laundry, like you're going to do it anyways. Like you're right. washing something. Right. So right. Um, it's, it's too funny because um, my, I was a cloth diaper baby because I, I grew up in Romania. Right. And then by the time that my brother came around, like 10 years later, um, it wasn't really a thing anymore. So there's like all kinds of diaper brands or whatever. So now like when, when I had a kid, I was like, there is no way that I'm like, I love the environment, but there's no way in hell I'm going backwards on my, my life journey. But I also <laughs> have friends who did it, who I respect. And I'm like, Oh, good for you guys. I'm like, I could not bring myself to like, you know, that part of my brain was like, that is not progress. That is going backwards because we have this idea that like, it's made to be easier, but it is a lot of waste. It right. is. So the way that we tried is we tried to um, get Zach potty trained. Forbidden history, grisly ghosts, monstrous cryptids, and harrowing folklore dominate Japan's history and culture. Mysterious Japan is a bi-weekly podcast presenting these spine-chilling horror stories, urban legends, and unbelievable histories in a campfire story format. Many of these tales have never been presented in English before. Our journey takes place where dark history and supernatural folklore collide. Mysterious Japan is produced, written, and translated by recognized Japan expert Dr. Heath Havey. Season 1 relates the unbelievable legends and ghost stories from the so-called suicide forest. Listen to Mysterious Japan for free on Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Learn more at our website at themysteriousjapan.com and be transported by unbelievable stories where the lines between reality and folklore become blurred in the shadowlands of Japan. Once again, that's themysteriousjapan.com. As soon, as soon as possible so he was potty trained before three so I was like yes amazing <laughs> yes it wasn't the whole cloth diapering was actually more a financial decision than it mm. was an environmental decision because we haven't had to buy a single diaper other mm -hmm. than the upfront investment so it, we, we probably spent maximum $400 before she was born on all her diapers and we have not spent any more money on diapers since then right. other than the cost of washing them right right it was definitely a, an empowered financial decision same with like breastfeeding right. there's so many things like there's so many things society wants us to spend money on that we don't need to right yeah. like breastfeeding for me was a financial decision and yeah. um just like easier especially when there was that weird shortage of formula around here that was really weird actually we experienced it too and it was kind of really nerve-wracking um I wasn't uh, great with breast. Like I just, it wasn't doing it enough. I had a big baby <laughs> and it was just not enough. So both me and my friend actually 
were going through it roughly at the same time. And she was also panicking because her baby was formula fed. Again, not by choice. It just happened that her body wasn't cooperating. And and the, nothing's wrong. Like, no, there's nothing wrong with it. I did both. Like, I, for a long time, I was doing both. Um, we always say fed is best, so don't stress. Um, but that we were going through the point where, like, we were going in the store. Everyone was masked. Like, I don't know how you, like, um, you know, the previous COVID whatever situation was. But he, up here, it was rough because we had a lot of lockdowns whereas I don't think a lot of you guys in the states had so many and we were going to the grocery store everybody was masked like top to bottom everything don't even touch anything um and there's moms crying in the aisle because they couldn't find it for me like it was heartbreaking I was like is this the end of the world like what's happening and for a moment it that's what it felt like right mm -hmm. so that's wild to me with with how that happened with the shortage and there were yeah. people who were buying it in bulk, which, like, good for you if you could afford it. But that created a lot of problems for other people who could not. Because right. it's not cheap. It is not cheap. Yes. So shout out yes. to Costco for having <laughs> cheaper <laughs> cheaper uh, baby things, right? But Yes. Yeah. And all of that, you know, is kind of why my husband and I have kind of migrated more and more into like you know, the quote unquote crunchy lifestyle where we want to be able to continue living mm -hmm. our lives as if nothing is going wrong because we don't rely on the government for things. Right. 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 That's, that's like really our main cool. goal. Yeah. Which is really cool. Like my, my dad. So, um, <laughs> so Eastern European family, right. My dad is, he's really young. He's only like 55, something like that, but he's like, got a really old Eastern European soul. <laughs> so he's also very old school, but he's always been like, you know, stop eating all those chemicals and let's go like buy farm fresh foods. And, and when I was like a teenager, I was like, oh my God, like the biggest like eye rolls, like get over it, dad. But now I'm like, mm, I think you were on to something, yeah. there, dad. <laughs> you know? And he like, he always has like his own tomatoes. He's like, he's loved doing that. But I feel like if you could give him like a plot of land, he'd become like Farmer Joe and he'd be like the happiest. But that's definitely, um, like goals to be able to just say well this summer we're not going to be relying on the grocery store um because or not as much or whatever right like whatever your capabilities are that's that's pretty good um and honestly it, to me it kills me because there's a lot of people that have these really weird allergies like how can you be allergic to vegetables and i'm sitting there thinking you're not allergic to vegetables you're allergic to the stuff that they put either in them or on them right and that is that kills me because I'm like, it already sets you up for failure in life. I would think about this with Zach all the time. Now that I have a kid, everything is a problem, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So before we continue, I'm just going to do a quick station ID for um, anybody that's tuning in. You are listening to Negotiating Happiness. Um, and I'm here with Megan Reed and we are live on the United Public Radio Network and UFO Paranormal Radio Network at 105.3 and 107.7 FM in New Orleans. You will find us streaming on all popular platforms. Um, you can also catch the replays there and um, check out some of our other shows on the network. Um, they're also streaming on Roku TV if you're a fan or if you have it check us out um, there. And also please remember to like, subscribe, comment, um, support us uh, so that we can continue to bring you content. And if you guys have comments or questions, please post them in the chat. I see here we have uh, Ann Koosh saying hello. I'm sorry, you said it right at the beginning of the show. Hello, hello, hello to everybody that's listening. Thank you so much. And um, we are here with Megan Reed. She is uh, an author. She's a boundaries coach. She is all things good. <laughs> so, <laughs> we were just discussing um, kind of how Megan makes everything work in her life. We talked about where she is, where she lives, her family, um, her business, and she's going to continue telling us what makes her happy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 
love that as much. Is that my cue to continue saying what yeah. makes me happy? Yeah, tell me what makes you happy. <laughs> what makes me happy? I think before I dive into what makes me happy, one thing I didn't touch on in our kind of last conversation, like how I do make it all work is I'm very mm -hmm. fortunate to be uh, in a partnership where my husband, he's a chiropractor, he runs his own business and I run my own business. So we make our own rules, right? And mm -hmm. so we, we don't do daycare. Um, we're very, I mean, I think we may love to do like a day of daycare here and there, but it, we're very fortunate that we just trade hours working. Um, yeah. If I'm not taking client calls or speaking live on things or um, inside the society, he's yeah. watching our daughter and vice versa. If he has patience, then I'm, I'm on full-time mom duty. Right. And that works really yeah. well for us. And we're grateful to be so present in her life. It's been kind of healing and magical raising a daughter uh, and just, you know, getting to parent the way I wish that I could have been parented. Right. There's so many cool yeah. things about being a parent that makes all the like, you know, quote unquote hustle, although sleepless nights yeah. worth it. Right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. What it's, makes me happy. It's wild. It's wild. This parenting journey. So yes. I hear you. I'm right there I was, with you. <laughs> I would say my daughter for sure wild. makes me happy. Um, yeah. <laughs> coffee. Coffee is mm -hmm. how we do it. Yes, lots of coffee. Apparently, that's not good for you either. So, uh, well, <laughs> good for the soul, not good for the body. I like to I like to live by the eighty twenty rule. That eighty percent of the things I do, I believe, are in my body's best interest, and twenty percent of them, I'm like, this is in my soul's best interest, right? right. Um, right. And coffee exactly. isn't my soul's best interest. You know, I don't drink coffee after two because then I know I'm not going to sleep, but yeah. I still drink coffee, right? <laughs> Starbucks. Yes. We have, although here we have, um, I'm sure you guys have it too now because it was it was bought by, uh, I think, an American company. We have Tim Hortons and that's like your, I don't know how to explain it. It's like the beloved like home brand, but like also when you go to Starbucks, it's a treat. So like mm. you can't hate, you know what I mean? You can't hate on either. Right. Um, yeah. Right. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, so tell no, me we what makes, sorry. Well, we don't, we definitely don't have one of those. I've never heard of it. Okay. They do like, <laughs> I think right near the border, they, some of the States have them totally. and it's really cool. Cause they have other things on their menu that we don't have. And I'm always like, what is that? You know, you guys have like so much more available every time we end up, uh, you know, going across the border. It's like um, going out to eat is like a whole experience. I just went to a Chili's for the first time in April. Oh, and I was like, I love this. Oh, you love it. <laughs> that's so that's so wild to hear. Um, people hear like chilies and Applebee's chains, they'll like avoid them. Really? <laughs> yeah. I was more channeling Pam from the office and I was like, let's not get kicked out of a chilies, but I need to go <laughs> to a chilies. So if you're an that's office cool. fan, you, yeah, that's I'm on that same track. But I love um, that. Which is really funny because I don't think in today's climate, the office would have been very successful. So they definitely came out at the right time. Yeah. Um, there are some cringeworthy moments in there. However, I think they meant well. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, um, so tell me, not mom you, not entrepreneur you, like Megan you, what makes Megan happy? <sighs> What makes Megan happy? That sigh tells me sigh. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> Current Megan lives in landlocked Kansas City, but what makes me happy is the ocean, right? Oh, Just that nice. feeling of being near such a large, powerful body of water is so healing mm -hmm. for my soul. Like the ocean makes me happy. Sushi makes me happy. Basically any kind of food. Like if you feed me something, it's going to make me happy, right? Yeah, yeah. A fresh margarita, not one of the ones from like a Mexican restaurant, like down the street, like a good homemade margarita. Like just squeezed, just poured, just mm -hmm. like, you yes. know. None of the mix, like no mix, like no, yeah. lime juice, like a fresh margarita makes me happy. What else makes me happy? I love being outside. I love digging in the garden, my hands in the dirt, like being barefoot. 
Yes. You talk actually you talk a lot about grounding yourself all the time. Tell tell us how tell us what that is. Tell us how that helps us and when should we aim to do it? I would really love to hear your thoughts on that. Grounding you should do every single day, right? So Got what it. is grounding? Grounding is essentially it's 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 exactly what it sounds right right you're grounding yourself to the earth and what that looks like is putting your bare feet in the dirt in the grass on the ground so that you can absorb the energy from the earth back into your body there's um there's some science that i'm going to butcher so i'll probably just try not even try to to describe the the negative ions and the charged particles like what happens when you are grounding Mm -hmm. um, it is, it is so wild and it helps, you know, calm your nervous system. Nervous system regulation is a huge piece of grounding. And I actually, in my office have a grounding mat that actually mm -hmm. plugs into the grounding port of our electrical outlets. You like those? I love mine. Um, okay. I have a lot of people that DM me. They're like, I don't feel like mine worked. And I'm like, well, what were you expecting to feel? Because you kind of have to manage expectations. When you go put your feet mm -hmm. in the grass outside, do you feel, you feel anything or do you just feel like good? Right. You've, because I think with the grounding mat, a lot of my audience was looking to feel some kind of like tingle in their body, which I do, but I'm very attuned to the energy right. as a Reiki healer. Right. 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 Um, so it's like, it's not necessarily that you're going to feel electricity in your body because it's connected to the grounding port and not the electrical wires in the sky. Right. <laughs> but I That's love my way to put it. Yeah. Wires in the sky. Yeah. I mean, it's really weird, but lately I've been, so first off, let me let me back up to be like most of us, we're so wrapped up in day-to-day -day life that we don't understand that we're not listening to our body, right? Mm -hmm. So one, I was thinking, I was like, why am I just like going on and on about like being outside? Why do I get this like it's like this is my office, right? And I have really small windows and I'm always like looking out, like I catch myself looking out, or I'm like, oh, it's sunny and I just want to go outside. And I didn't know where this like desire came from. Turns out that um, I got some blood tests back and I'm severely vitamin D deficient, like so far below yeah. what the average is that I have to take like vitamin D on steroids. That's like a prescription <laughs> for like the next eight weeks. So I'm just like, I wasn't listening to my body. It's the same thing with grounding. I feel like I, I get this like urge to like take your shoes off, go like, you know, prance around in the grass and, it's more like a feeling of like, this is right. Not like there's no tingles for me. There's no whatever. It's just like, it's just right. I don't know how yes. else to explain it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like letting your stress melt into the earth and the earth mm -hmm. just accepts that and takes that from you, right? It's an energetic yeah. exchange between you and mother nature, um, which I hear yeah. how that sounds, but I, I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. And I think it's all part of this balance that we're trying to figure out, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, that looks like, hey, you can't sit at your desk for eight hours. You, one, have to remember to eat. And two, like, go outside. Just go take a break. Go sit down on your porch and take some of the sun. I always say this now. It's like, go be a plant. You know, like, plants just, like, literally look for the sun and they turn with it. So, like, go be a plant and you'll feel better as well. Because you can't tell me, like, even, like, I love what I do. I love helping my clients. I love, like, thinking of new ways of um, improving what I do. But I still experience stress in some way. Not like I used to, right? Like, again, we've all had those <laughs> awful experiences in, a, in, like, the workplace or whatever. But I still experience stress that I need to kind of, like, offload. And that's really great just going out and literally sitting out. Or my son and his cousin, they love throwing around a ball, like, outside in the fields. We have a couple fields and, like, walking circles. We have, like, a really great location here. And I just go and sit down on the grass and he just does his thing and I'm just sitting there like, oh, this is really nice. Like all of the sun on me <laughs> to mm -hmm. me, the finding the time to do that is crazy because I feel like I should be actively doing this every day. I don't get to, but when I do, I feel great. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Totally. And something I always say to my clients when they're trying to find time to get outside and get that vitamin yeah. D and ground is what's yeah. something that you're doing at your desk or your computer or on your phone that doesn't require you to be in your house and go yeah. do that outside, right? If you're doing something on Instagram, responding to all your DMs, you can absolutely go do that while you're sitting outside mm -hmm. in the sun and your feet in the grass. I respond to DMs and Boxer, my coaching clients, while outside mm -hmm. right and that's me creating the life of my dreams because i get to work from wherever i am and a lot of times it's i want to be outside yeah yeah so that's also part of our like indirect boundaries right like you have to make boundaries with yourself so mm -hmm. tell me in your experience what are some of the red flags that indicate that someone might need to work on their boundaries then mm -hmm. i would say if you're feeling overwhelmed stressed, anxious, full of dread, um, resentful, envious, jealous, if you're having any of these like feelings or sensations in your body, like a tightness in your throat, a heaviness in your chest, like a lump in your stomach, those are some really good indicators that you probably have some boundaries that you could work on as and, and what I mean by that. So boundaries are expectations that we communicate. And yeah. there's two different categories of boundaries. There's personal and, or there's internal and there's external. The internal mm -hmm. ones are personal, right? They're with you. And yeah. those personal ones could be like, I don't respond to text messages or scroll social media after 9 p.m. Like that's a personal mm -hmm. internal boundary. And then an external mm -hmm. boundary is one that you communicate with someone else. And the key is communication, right? Because you cannot expect somebody to read your mind if something like we treat people how to, tr how we teach people how to treat us. And yeah. by communicating our boundaries, um, yeah. yeah, we have, um, and Lori Lee, um, hi, thanks so much for coming in. She also has a show on the network here. Um, check her out. She's at 6 p.m. today. Uh, she says, I'm so glad you're talking about boundaries. It's so important in all aspects of life. Yes, yeah. of course, yes. right? So, so important. So when you notice those feelings or those physical sensations, that's a great indicator that it's time to sink in and kind of reflect on where those feelings might be coming from and what boundary could you communicate with yourself or with others to help mm -hmm. that, you know, not happen again. Right, right. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good to know. And it's funny that you started with red flags that you feel within your body, because a lot of people don't, they just think about red flags in your interactions with other people. But again, like if you're not listening to your body, mm -hmm. you're not, you, it's like your first um, indication that whatever you're doing will affect you physically as well, not just emotionally, right? Totally. It's, it's a huge thing. Like when I'm really upset, uh, my body just shuts down. So I just go to sleep. Like it's weird, yeah. it's weird, but it happens because I wasn't listening. So I either get a really bad stomach ache that will force me to go to sleep or I'll, I just go right next to sleep. And I was like, but that's an emotional response. It's a physical response to an emotion, right? Totally. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Um, and so often we look at other people and think that they're the issue with our boundaries. Yeah. Like, but boundaries are about us and for us right so when we may be you know building that wall right we're not building walls we're building fences with gates right so mm -hmm. we can let in we decide what energy we want to let in and out but when it becomes to other people we're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna put this boundary up to keep that toxic person out when in reality people are not toxic, their behavior is. Mm -hmm. And when we can communicate a boundary, it lets them know that you're unavailable for that behavior. Yeah, yeah, no, that for sure. I like that idea of like, there's a gate there, but I choose when to open it, right? Mm -hmm. So that makes total sense. What, um, tell us, so... I'm just trying to think of what would we're we're nearing the end of the show, but I just want to talk to you so much more. <laughs> can you can you share some practical tips for somebody who wants to improve their self confidence? Yeah, for sure. I would say the first tip for improving your self confidence is identifying what self confidence looks like for you. 
And that's a huge piece because self-confidence looks so different for every mm -hmm. person. Like to, for some, for some people, self-confidence is extroversion, right? Like being loud and proud and in charge of who you are. And for other people, self-confidence is just that trusted knowing that you're enough just as you are and you don't have to be somebody else. Yeah. So a big tip, I would say self-awareness will help you build self-confidence because with that awareness, you can acknowledge and understand what confidence actually looks like for you. Right. Right. It depends if it's, are you talking about in business? Are you talking about in your personal life, your relationships? Right. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. something I help my clients like dive into. A lot of them come to me thinking, I don't really have a confidence problem. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, you probably don't. You have a something else problem that's keeping you from being confident. Right. Right. So what advice would you give someone who is hesitant to seek help or coaching, but desires personal growth? Mm. I would say if you desire personal growth, but you're hesitant to seek help, do you really desire personal growth? Oh. That's my question. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is, is even if you are hesitant, it's, it's beneficial. It's kind of like taking that first leap, right? Totally. Yeah. The hesitation is totally normal, right? Because we want to stay in our comfort zones because they're comfy for a reason. But on the other side of that comfort zone is transformation and growth. And our inner critic doesn't want that, right? Our inner critic wants us to stay comfortable. So that's where that hesitation is almost always a different belief, a different story that you're telling yourself yeah. as to why you shouldn't ask for help or shouldn't do this, right? It's like maybe your inner critic is saying, oh, you can't afford this or you can't. There's, there's many different things like, oh, it won't work for you. There's going to be a belief here that's causing you to be hesitant on asking for help. And even on discovery calls, I dive in with clients, just uncovering like what that belief is that's causing them to be hesitant. And sometimes right. it's a real, a real thing, a real reason to be hesitant. A lot of times it's just our inner critic, uh, nervous about transformation. Right. Right. Which is like a whole, it's all connected, right? Yeah. I can't wait to read about it in your book. So um, also, if you guys are interested, uh, Megan drops these truth bombs regularly in her Creating Confidence Society. But also, if you just want to get a taste, her Instagram is at HeyMeganReed. That, that's H-E-Y-M-E-G-A-N-R-E-E-D. There's no H in there. So, um, yeah, <laughs> thought I would specify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. Um, okay, so we've covered your coaching, we've covered your your balance, right? With you and your partner, it's great to hear that you guys have. Um, you are really lucky that you don't need daycare, right? Or not at this moment, anyway. Right. For sure. um, we've covered some of the things that, like your upcoming projects. Where, where do you want to be in like, I don't know, five years? Like, what do you see for yourself mm. in your future? Five years. Five years is a long time and it's not at the same exactly. time. Right? Exactly. Right? Yeah. In five years. So our goal as a family is to have a little homestead, you know, a farmhouse on an acreage with. Um, I love that a big giant garden and some animals to sustain our family chickens of course brandon wants cows i grew up on a cattle farm so i'm hesitant to have cows because i grew up doing those chores and i don't want to do <laughs> i grew up with chickens so i hear you i mean it's great but like i do not like cleaning up after yeah. them <laughs> yeah i've been very clear i'm like that's not part of my vision so you'll be doing those chores <laughs> this is part of your vision board, <laughs> not mine. Yeah. In five years, we will have grown the Creating Confidence Society to over 200 members, right? Mm -hmm. My book will have been published and I'll be putting out a fifth anniversary edition that I'm so excited mm -hmm. about. And I don't know, in five years, I may have wrote, I have three books in the works. Oh. The, this current one, main character energy. Um, the next one will be called creating confidence all about the whole cycle and cycle, how to make that yeah. work for you. 
And the third one will be called Quantum Boundaries. I shouldn't share the title, so I'm going to steal my title. <laughs> no, you are manifesting right now. That's what you're doing. I'm manifesting. Yes. In five years, you're going to go back and be like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew I was going to do this. Yeah. My third book is called Quantum Boundaries, and it's about the feminine energetics of boundaries. Like, we know what the masculine energetics of setting boundaries are, right? The how to have a difficult conversation, all those pieces. There's yeah. actually an energetic side to where, like, I don't even have to communicate my boundaries anymore. And I am excited to teach people how how I do that. And so that's my third book <laughs> um, in Got five years. Minutes. I love it. I love yes, it. Yes. I'll continue hosting. I co-host retreats for entrepreneurs. I'll continue hosting those in five years. We have, we will have hosted over seven of them, which is exciting. Tell me about your upcoming one, actually. Oh, it's yeah. in Costa Rica. You would love uh. it. Oh, you're killing me. I can't make it. You're killing me. <laughs> well, for everybody listening that can make it, um, September 25th through 30th, we are in Costa Rica. And what, so it's called the Hey Biz Besties Retreats. And what this is, is for the female entrepreneur, business owner who like it's seeing success in their business, but it doesn't feel like it because you're not taking a, a chance to step back and celebrate and acknowledge all the good in your business. Right. right. And so this is essentially a vacation, a retreat for business owners to one, obviously the networking and the community, um, but also to have fun and take a break and celebrate everything that you've accomplished. And by doing this, yeah. like literally all these things is another way to close the cycle of burnout. So when you leave the retreat, you'll leave feeling kind of refreshed and connected and rejuvenated to make big moves in your business because you just spent the entire week with a bunch of high vibe people also making big moves in their business. So you right. are invited. We are actually, um, our card is closing next on the 15th of January and we do have a few spots left. So if you're feeling kind of excited and interested in taking a vacation and making new business friends, I, I say this all the time and I mean it business friends hit different than like regular friends, because if yeah. you own a business or you're an entrepreneur, you know, all the hats that you wear and you know that you're like regular friends have could never understand everything yeah. that you do on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. So I just put it right here on our screen. It's heybizbesties.com. Right. Beautiful. And sorry, yeah. can you, can you tell us when the card closes? I think you said January. Oh, did I? <laughs> I think so. January. Yeah. June. 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 There we go. Yes. The card June. closes June 15th. Yeah. So yeah. is that next week? I, I don't know what today is. I think um, so. I think yeah. So. Next Wednesday or Thursday or something like that. So if you're feeling called to like step back from your business, like stop working in your business and work like on your business, you know, create that white space for magic to happen. Uh, yeah. You're invited. Visit the website that's on the screen. HeyBizBesties.com. We would, we would love to have you. It sounds, it sounds so cool. Like the location there's, I, I looked at the itinerary. I checked all the details out. It sounds amazing. And yes. I've met some of the ladies that are going in the group and I would love to go. Um, I it just doesn't work with my schedule this year, but I'm hoping that if you're going to keep running them, that we get to do this in real life, not just uh, internet. Yes. Friends. And you were so right about, you know, business friends hit different and that's mm -hmm. also part of the reason why I started the show because I wanted to talk to other entrepreneurs it's not that your friends don't you know don't listen to you or don't understand or don't want to talk about this it's just that you need somebody that you can relate to because there are a lot of ups and downs in business right and we talk a lot about the challenges a lot um, on this so it, it is 100% true I agree is people that you find along the way um, can really like help build you up. And, and there are some people that gatekeep all kinds of stuff, but I would like to think that the people that I bring on here are not those kinds of people. So I'm super excited to continue doing this. I'm and, and um, featuring all these like great opportunities and programs. Right. And for the, for the record, I would have never been able to connect with you if it wasn't for Jill, right? Because right. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. And as much as 
um, social media is a huge like marketing thing for us right now, you know, in the digital space, it's not always helpful in finding your people. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for coming today. We have like three, four minutes left here, but um, I really appreciate your time and you've shared with us um, a couple of gold nuggets that I hope that people um, put to use or that, you know, they start pay attention, paying attention to their own kind of feelings. Um, and we've made it, you know, we, you can find Megan at HeyMeganReed.com. You can find her on Instagram as well at HeyMeganReed. And if you want to look at the retreat, it's still here on the screen. It's HeyBizBesties.com. We are all anxiously awaiting your uh book launch August 18th um, and I can't wait and maybe we'll get you to come on after as well just to yeah. give us a quick reminder of um, what's going on then that would be awesome yeah thank you so much for having me and you know anybody listening or watching if something I said resonated with you if you have any questions or you want to connect I invite you to reach out follow me on Instagram DM me share your biggest takeaway ask questions join the society, whatever feels right. I am so excited to invite you into my world and get to know you. Um, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Excited. Yeah. I'm excited to continue this. So thanks for being, uh, you know, for being here and thank you all for tuning into the show uh, with you're live or watching them we really appreciate you um thanks for everyone in the chat room and a big thank you to the united public radio network and ufo paranormal radio network um next week we've got some more goodies for you so stay tuned um and if you have questions in the meantime i do check the um network chats so leave them in there um and yeah we will catch you on next week